1: another episode of the lakers fast break podcast it's gerald glassford coming right back at you here from the lakers fast break pop culture cosmos inside sports fantasy football and game source we truly appreciate out there everyone listening to all of our great shows and if you can please 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 give us that five star review on apple Podcasts. if you also can like support follow subscribe whatever you can do to support us right here at the lakers fast break it is immensely appreciated well, we're still in that bubble in Orlando, and right now there's still some things going on. We hear the rumors of, of you know some of the players liking it, some of the players not so liking it, some of the players calling on the other players on that tip hotline, and, or as they call it, <laughs> the NBA snitch hotline, uh, especially if you're Dwight Howard. My gosh, everybody seems to be snitching on him because he got a little... Slap on the wrist right there from the NBA telling him to put his mask on. And please, if you're out there, public service announcement, put that mask on. But be that as it may, I want to go ahead and talk today with a great guest about the NBA bubble. And no, not about JaVale McGee sliding down the water slide there at Typhoon Lagoon with Kyle Kuzma. I mean, that was the, the fact that they had it virtually all themselves just makes me mad because when I went there, it was a lot more crowded and it was there was lightning and we had to leave like five hours early because they closed down the park. But need I digress. <laughs> but I have a great guest on today. We're going to talk about the NBA bubble, but also the importance of Anthony Davis. What is the key to his success in the NBA playoffs and how important is he to a Lakers championship? We're going to talk about all those variables, plus who he thinks is going to match up in the finals and go all the way in the NBA playoffs. You got to check out his awesome podcast today. In fact, for everybody out there on Facebook Live, I'm actually showing it to you right now. It's the Off the Ball Podcast. It's right there for you. Great sports talk all over the spectrum, whether it's baseball, basketball, football, what have you. Great rated overall podcast you can see right there for you as far as the number of stars he's got so many people great reviews right there for you again it's the off the ball podcast in fact there's even a facebook page as well i'm showing that you can go ahead and check it out today it is chris lebron and i'll tell you what if there's no better last name to have right now (laughs) in the nba playoffs coming around the corner it is yours my friend thank you so much for joining me today
0: uh gerald this is a pleasure thanks for having me on man i'm I'm excited to uh to chop it up with you
1: well we're really great to have you here it's just it's just so awesome indeed but i'm so excited because it's right around the corner my friend it's right around the corner next week as as we're talking the scrimmages begin Mm -hmm. i know there's been a couple of family matter issues like zion and Montres harrell is the latest to go ahead and leave the campus and leave the bubble so I'm a little bit concerned about that. I know Adam Silver, especially when it comes to Zion, is concerned about that, uh, you know, as far as when he will come back, how long is he going to have to be quarantined, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But overall, so far, so good as far as the players within the bubble. I think virtually all of them are testing negative. Uh, the only positives are individuals that were on their way in transit, like Russell mm-hmm. Westbrook, Eric Bledsoe. I don't think they had met up with the team at that point in time. So they're quarantine. The only thing I, I, I think Michael Beasley was the one that actually had yeah, uh, yeah, he was he in quarantine. Yeah, now. and he just left I think pretty much you know his his he's tenure. Done, yeah, his yeah, yeah, te- yeah. his tenure with Brooklyn <laughs> is done. But I want to hear your thoughts on the NBA bubble so far. First off, how is it going for you in your expectations? How do you think it's coming along and are you satisfied with what the NBA has done so far?
0: I mean, the NBA has done probably the best job out of all the sports as far as having a a plan. You know, Adam Silver has really, you know, I've said this on, on so many occasions, you don't plan for an outbreak to happen. There's nothing in the, in the handbook that tells you how to deal with a, a, a virus that has killed, you know, so many people. And, and, and has uh, infected uh many more so uh, they have done the best they can you know it's it's not easy to try to figure out how to uh to get a you know to to restart the season so i feel like they've done they've done everything how they handled the bubble situation like you said uh, other than guys for the most part that uh that uh haven't uh traveled you know uh with the team and stuff no one's no one no no uh other than beasley no one's has get tested uh positive so far hopefully we, we that stays that way you know it, it's gonna be interesting to see once play begins and uh how that you know how that will work but so far i mean the NBA has done a, a tremendous job and, you know, Adam Silver should get high praise for it because, uh, you know, this isn't easy to get a bunch of guys to pretty much say you can't see your family for for months, especially if you're a team that's going to, you know, make a deep playoff run. That's that's, you know, three plus months of not seeing your family. And, you know, uh, it, it takes a lot. It, it, that's a big sacrifice you're making. And I, I give kudos to the players. For making that sacrifice because you know a lot of people don't have sympathy for these guys because they're millionaires and you know they're making so much money but you know at the end of the day a lot of these you know they have families they have kids they have wives girlfriends you know uh, you know uh mothers fathers they have to take care of and not seeing them for a long period of time is definitely tough but the NBA has handled this as as good as possible and it's a reason why Adam Silver is the best commissioner in sports you know uh, he, he's he's done a tremendous job getting this together and you know it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see you know once we get playing how everything works so i'm looking forward to that
1: i'll tell you what i i'm very satisfied with what the league has done so far i wish they would be a little bit more allowant on what they're going to go ahead and say in the back of the players jer- jerseys i wish they would have been a little bit looser on what they can and cannot say i think there could be more powerful statements than what they're allowed to say in the nba already i also want to give a big shout out to nancy say hi to you right out there thank you for watching the show right now and i know we've got a lot of viewers as well thank you so much for listening to us and watching us right now on facebook live but i i for the most part you got to say when you're spending close to I think it's 150 million dollars that they will be spending overall when it comes down to it by the time it's all said and done mm-hmm. they they're they're selling nothing short and they're making sure that they're trying to provide the best platform possible for the player safety of the NBA you've already heard as far as like I said before the snitch hotline where everybody's snitching <laughs> on each other i'm sure everybody's trying to snitch on lebron Kawhi and Giannis right about now. Yeah, yeah, Giannis. uh, Yeah, he has no mask on. (laughs) For like several hours, he's had no mask on. Yes, yes. Oh, this is not LeBron James. No, no, this is not. No. And hang up there right there for you. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. And also the fact that they were going ahead and being so enforceful as far as the parameters. Like we've already seen where Bruno Caboclo and also uh, the player from Sacramento who both got... Rashawn Holmes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Holmes. yes, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. yeah, they crossed the imaginary line, at least in Rashawn Holmes' case, by uh, getting pickup food. For Grubhub. Yeah, yeah. For
0: yeah. some Grubhub. Uh, Postmates.
1: Postmates, <laughs> I think Postmates. it was. Postmates. Okay, yeah. okay. And yeah, they both got an extra 10 days of quarantine. So while JaVale McGee is having fun at, at Typhoon Lagoon with Kyle Kuzma, and I know the other players are fishing, and I know the other players are playing golf, they're stuck <laughs> in a hotel room, even as we speak even longer so that's kind of a bummer for them but i want to i'm just it makes me so glad that the nba is is truly backing up everything they're really taking it seriously obviously when they they sent out that 100 plus page memo they were very serious about it still Mm -hmm. a lot of people a lot of the players and a lot of the individuals pundits out there fans we all had some very great trepidations about these players going into the bubble. But now that they're in there, I think at least for the most part, we can feel a little bit better about... I don't want to say, and I don't want to go knock on wood that there's going to be a breakout, but I can say at least the NBA is trying to prevent it as best they can.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. They're, they're Like I said, they're doing the best job. Uh, I mean, we've seen how, uh, how baseball has handled... Their you know their comeback and their their start to their season, and how ugly that's gotten, and football you know it, it kind of seems like they're being very lax days ago about their start as if everything's gonna be smooth and there's no every you know we're gonna have you know fans there, some fans there, and we're gonna start on time. I don't know how that's gonna happen i really I don't really see how football with all with the with the amount of players they have and all how that's gonna start, but like you said basketball it just seems like you know they they really listen to their players which is which is why i love basketball is that they seem they really listen to the players they 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 understand that the players are what drives this league and, and you have to listen to them you know and i think that's very important to listen to your to listen to your players uh unlike some other sports where you know they don't really they don't really listen to their players. They just do what they want. But uh NBA it's completely different and uh that, that's why that's why we all love basketball because, uh, you know, players have a lot of say and you know, uh they they wanted this comeback. So if the players want it, you you have to figure out a way to make it work, you know. And so uh you know uh, at basketball, they they're doing everything as as great as good as possible and uh you know I, I'm I'm I like how they're approaching it and uh you know I'm excited for for for, for basketball to come back. So am I. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break.
1: Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at lakerholics.com. But as someone who is extremely knowledgeable on sports like you are and I just you know I've listened to a few of the episodes already of Off the Ball podcast and once again I'm speaking to Chris LeBron from Off The Ball Podcast. He has, again, a very highly rated podcast out there. You want to go ahead and check it out wherever you get your podcasts. I'm showing right now to everybody viewing out there the Off The Ball Podcast, Apple Podcast link. But you've got, as everybody can see, there are so many episodes that they can choose from. A lot of yeah. great topics there. But one of the things I wanted to ask you, because as I'm looking at it, and as I was listening to your shows, I was thinking, you know, we were talking about the how well the NBA is done. But on the offshoot, The WNBA Which is also kind of like in a bubble Not as great facilities Not as great a setup Plus also the controversy That's currently abound Regarding one of the Atlanta Dreams owners Who is a member of Congress Who a lot of people uh, May or may not disagree with her Her views I don't see the same kind of Even though it comes Essentially from the same office That same kind of uh, Support for the players That are there
0: yeah. I mean, that's always been an issue with the WNBA, the, the, the support and just how they've been treated as far as pay and just, uh, pr- you know, promotion and all that. It's really been it's been tough for the WNBA. I know they they uh, have negotiated a new deal where, you know, they'll, they'll get compensated better. I mean, you talk you hear the horror stories about, you know, uh, uh, about the WNBA and a lot of these a lot of these uh, these tremendous athletes have to go play overseas to make money and we saw uh brianna stewart who was one of the best players in the league she tore her achilles overseas yeah you know that shouldn't be the case you know if you want to mark you know make this league marquee you got to make sure you compensate your players where they don't have to go overseas and risk their health for you you know i mean brianna stewart tore her achilles and and she missed out on a lot of a lot of time you know uh, we see the
1: u.s women's soccer team where does where does the majority of them make the majority of their money? It's overseas, if I'm not mistaken. Overseas,
0: yeah, yeah, and and that's that shouldn't be the case. It should not be the case. WMBA is, you know, they there's so much talent in WMBA and it just shouldn't be the case. You know, uh, I aren't, I can understand. You know, some people will tell you that, oh, well, it's not the, the athleticism is not there, and that's why they don't get sponsorships, and that's why they don't get the publicity, blah blah blah. And you know, you hear that, and that's kind of. You know, of course, obviously they're not going to be as athletic. We we get that, but the basketball is still great. It's great. It's high level basketball. I mean, some of these girls could probably beat some of the guys we see in the NBA. You know, and you know, so you know, uh, it's unfortunate. And I saw the conditions uh, in their bubble, and it's it it, it, it was uh, it wasn't pleasant. No. It was that was tough to see, and oh, it just they shouldn't have to go through this. I mean, this league. I mean, when this league first came up, it was it was tremendous. It, it was must see, you know. Uh, and it seems like they just declined the product, declined the product. They don't, they're not showing the same. Obviously, you're not going to show the same level of the NBA as far as network deals and all that. But the this, like I said, this there's some really good players. There's some really good teams out there, and for for. For them to not take it as serious with the WNBA, it's just unfortunate. But uh, you know, they got. I'm hoping that uh, in the next, you know, we they can figure something out because, like I said, WNBA, it's it's great. I I love it. You know, I love watching the WNBA. Sabrina Izzo. I'm a Liberty fan, and I'm excited about her. You know, uh, helping bring the Liberty back to uh to some to the glory days. You know, I remember. You know, when when WNBA first started, the Liberty were were one of the best teams. They were making it to the finals. They lost the the, the Houston uh, um, in the championship. But you know, to see them, to sub- I feel like she's gonna she's gonna. I feel like with her presence, she was a big time college star, and obviously her her interactions with Kobe Bryant is, is was was tremendous. And he was big with her, and you know, she feels like she has star power, and I feel like she can help bring. This league back, you know, to uh back to respectability that it should. That I have respect for it, but it feels like a lot of people aren't giving them respect. But uh, you know, a lot of those gals are really talented, and you know, uh, I'm hoping that you know that that uh you know more people will back them up. And you see a lot of the NBA players are on their side, and they back them up. So hopefully, that can get to higher ups, and, and you know, uh, these ladies can get compensated the way they should. Because this this there's a lot of talented ladies out there.
1: I'm hoping so as well. I I'm wishing the best for the WNBA as they try to go ahead and complete their season in the bubble as yeah. well. So, I'm wishing the best for them and everyone else yes. that watches and follows the the WNBA. But getting back into the the NBA once again. Uh and I want to ask you this in regards to the bubble. I mean, we obviously we have the teams there now. They're practicing. Uh, you even see Victor Oladipo, who said he wasn't going to participate. Now is thinking about participating when it concerns him getting his full two plus to almost three, to even actually if it if it uh, works out, almost three million dollars that he could be losing if he doesn't go ahead and plays because he said he just didn't want to play because he. He was worried about injury yeah, yeah. or anything of that nature. So, But he's down there practicing, of course. But yeah, see, yeah, he see, came, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's funny, the situations that are down there that are, that are coming up. But for the most part, it seems like it's a good situation for the league. It's a good situation for the players down there uh, mm-hmm. as they continue practicing. And getting into it right now with the playoffs, sir, because uh, we're having eight games left and there's still a fight for the 8th seed on, on both sides still some positioning yeah. although home and away there really is no home and away so you're no more home court <laughs> yeah you're only worried about getting within the if you're you're in the 4 to 5 slot you're looking to try and see if you can get in the 2 3 slot if you're in the 2 3 mm-hmm. slot you're looking to just stay in the 2 3 slot etc cetera, et cetera. you don't really mm-hmm. care about there's no home and away like I, like you like you said but i want to ask you this getting into the playoffs itself who do you see as sneaking in or getting in as the eighth seat in both the Eastern and Western Conference?
0: I think in the, in the East, I mean, I don't think Washington has a chance to even make it. I mean, no, especially without Bradley bill, it's kind of set in stone. So uh, I think it's, uh, or who's it? Uh, Orlando or, and, and Brooklyn right now. Yes. They'll probably get those last two spots, you know, even though Brooklyn, I mean, <laughs> we don't even know who's gonna be playing for them. It feels like, and they just love Beasley. So, yeah. I mean, I don't even know who's gonna play for them, but by default they're, they'll build, with only eight games left, I mean, you better stay
1: by the phone because they may call you.
0: Hey, I'm ready. I'm ready. I know my knees are a little banged up, but hey, if they need me to have a you know a couple minutes here, I could use all six fouls and uh, I could use that. Uh, they could use that. But uh, you know, yeah, you know, I think yeah, it's going to be Brooklyn and and um, um, I'm thinking of the team. I just Orlando, said the team. Orlando, yeah, and Washington has no chance. And in and in the West. I mean, uh, the Memphis has just been tremendous this year. I mean, only one game under 500 to think that they would, they would, uh, start this, you know, this rebuild so quick. I mean, I think we thought we would, they'd be improved, but not to this extent, yeah. you know, to play tremendous basketball. John Morant is, you know, runaway rookie of the year. Um, you know, uh, I know people want Zion and I love Zion. I'm a Duke fan. I love Zion so much, but it's Jaws. He's the runaway rookie of the year. No matter what he's, he's, elevated that team in the Western Conference, you know, it's only one game under five hundred, you know, and uh he's played tremendous. So I think they'll, you know, I know Portland, you know, that disappointing, very disappointing. And uh, you know, they might get Nurkic back. You know, uh, you know, he missed he's missed a lot of time after that, you know, that gruesome injury and mellow and they have the pieces, but it's gonna be tough to come back. I think they're what three three and a half games
1: out of the spot them sacramento and also new orleans are all three and a half games yeah. although they even yeah. each have a different one loss record they're like a it's yeah. kind of weird how they fits out but yeah they're all three and a half games back they just have to stay within four games of memphis yeah. in order to go ahead and get into a two-game playoff where they would have to win two in a row on memphis so that is a possibility
0: I don't I don't like that because if, if they have the four game lead on them, it, Memphis should get the, the eight seed. You know, then to play a two-game playoff and if whoever wins that, you know, if it's the if it's Sacramento or if it's New Orleans, they win it, but they technically finish four games back. I, I don't know if I'm crazy about that. Well, but you know if, why. I, you
1: know why they're oh, doing it. Of course I know why.
0: I know Zion. It's Zion Zion. Everything's Zion Zion Zion. They want, he's the poster child. He's the moneymaker. He is the next face of the league. And I get it. I totally get it. Uh, He's been a star for, you know, the last, it feels like the last three years going back to his junior year of high school where he kind of got, you know, his fame uh, uh, on the internet. And obviously that one year at Duke, he just, exploded and and Duke does fine without you know big names just because of the brand and Coach K but he took them to another level you know they they were must watch TV even if you hated Duke you you watched Duke games so I understand his star power and you know he's possibly the next guy after LeBron James to take the torch and and be the face of the friend a uh, face of the league you know so I understand that why they did it it, it, it makes sense because you know, and they have—I think—they have one of the best, the easiest schedules for the rest of the season. So I mean, they—they give—they—they they obviously, we all know they want Zion and, and New Orleans in, in that eight seed. But I just think Memphis has just got too much of a lead, and you know, they—they they just got a more complete team right now, and than, then New Orleans, and I think Memphis will take that eight spot.
1: Well, there you go. I—I I think that. For me, Portland is going to be the one that I think is going to sneak out because, like you said, uh, Nurkic comes back healthy. Zach Collins comes back healthy. So they have two big guys. They don't really have a wing player that's going to be able to uh, help make a big push with them because Trevor Reza is out and also, of course, Rodney Hood's still out. But they're still, with the the backcourt of Damian Lillard and also CJ McCollum, I think that, Mm -hmm. along with the big guys, getting back healthy could give them – that push yeah. to go ahead and get within the the amount of games yeah. necessary to go ahead and get in that two-game playoffs and i see them matching up very well against memphis if that's the case
0: yeah i mean and they got carmelo anthony too and you know uh being a nick fan and seeing mellow for all these years you know i'm rooting for him in any way to to get far in the playoffs so if that's the case i mean like i said they were in the western conference finals last year so they you know uh obviously this season was a bit of a disappointment but if portland were to get there they actually obviously would have the the edge over memphis you know as far as just having experience and all that but i just like this memphis team and i just something about them jaws playing you know jaron jackson um they, they just got some nice pieces there and i feel like you know they're gonna hold on to that lead for sure
1: we'll be back with more of the lakers fast break podcast Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. I see the potential for basically like another Netflix kind of paradigm shift where here comes this other major player, they have a ton of resources, Apple could change the way that entertainment is consumed. They say it's the only time this year that you'll have stars from each brand battling each other. And we know it's not going to be the case, but they like to say that and more power to them, I guess.
0: Well, it's a big first step bringing all those superheroes together. There were definitely some parts of the movie that that I really enjoyed. And then there were some
1: parts that I thought just kind of fell short of expectation.
0: Part of it has to be something to do with how it's being promoted. And this is a thing where audiences do not
1: agree with critics. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show.
0: And the PCC Multiverse
1: every week on Apple Podcasts. And over a dozen of your favorite streaming and podcasting options. Once again, I'm speaking to Chris LeBron from the Off the Ball Podcast. You got to check out what he's doing today on every available podcast outlet. Again, you're watching on Facebook Live, his Apple podcast page right there. Also, he's available on social media. You look right here on Facebook. Go ahead and like what he's doing today. In fact, I'm doing it now as we speak right here at the Lakers Fast Break. I'm going ahead and liking his page on Facebook. You need to do the same right there off the ball podcast for you. I want to ask you this. as, As someone who plays 2K every now and then, and someone who likes to utilize the skills of Anthony Davis. Um, I think he is going to be a major key in regards to the NBA playoffs overall because how he plays with LeBron in the NBA playoffs is going to be a key to see how far the Lakers will go, but also if the Lakers will come out on top. So I ask you this, just how important is AD, Anthony Davis, to the Lakers coming up in the NBA playoffs. Oh, he, he's he's
0: the he he's the, he's the best defender in, in the league. I mean, he's my defensive player of the year. I mean, he's so important. I mean, obviously we see we see how this team was last year with how the, the pieces they had, and then you add Anthony Davis, and the team is just different. I mean, they're the number one seed, and they're just they, they go the way he go. I know LeBron is is still. He's still tremendous and, you know, he gets all the praise and he's going to get all he gets all the MVP, you know, uh, MVP love. And but I think Anthony Davis should be, you know, right there with LeBron, if not a head LeBron in the MVP discussion, because he, he's he been a game changer for them. He He's defensively, you know what he can do defensively. He can guard one through five. You know, you can't get past him because he's so long. He's just, and, and obviously he could do it offensively. He's still averaging 20, I think 26, 27 points a game and, and almost 10 rebounds a game. But what he does defensively in pick and roll situations to be able I mean, how many bigs we see get in pick and roll situations and they the guard gets right past them and it's an easy bucket and that's why you see a lot of bigs today, you know, it, it, they're kind of getting phased out. You, yeah. know? you see the the, the the big man era is getting phased out cuz a lot of these bigs, you know, you get put in pick and roll situations, you know, and that you're you become a liability. That's not the case with Anthony Davis. You know, he's not a liability defensively at all. He, like I said, I think he's the best defender in the league and he he's he's going to be the uh, the big reason why the, if if the Lakers get to you know, their ultimate destination. And that is the NBA finals. And, you know, like I said, he, he, he's a tremendous player. And if the Lakers want to win a championship, he's going to have to play at a high level. You know, obviously he hasn't been to the playoffs a lot, you know, ha- has had a, a couple playoffs, you know, he's had, he won one playoff series a few years ago, but uh, obviously hasn't been there a lot, but I think he'll be ready to go. And you know, with LeBron there, I mean that that's a that's one of the best one-two punches we'll ever see. So, uh, but Anthony Davis is just absolutely tremendous, and uh, he he's going to be the reason why the it, whether the Lakers are in it, it, it are in the finals or not because he's he just does everything defensively, and you know, with the size they have there, with the, with JaVale McGee also and Dwight Howard. I mean, it's going to be hard for teams. You know, uh and, and you know, uh Green, you know, uh Danny Green also is a solid defender. LeBron can still defend, you know, he's not as good a defender as he was a few years ago, but still a good defender. I just think uh that, you know, uh he anchors that defense and uh he he he's makes everyone else a better defender and uh so he he's gonna be the he's gonna be the glue for that team because uh he, he's tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. He's Tim Duncan but maybe better. You know, obviously at the accolades, but just for pure talent, he's Tim Dunk with a Oh, maybe a better offensive game. It's crazy how good he is. And he's going to he's gonna get to showcase this, and this is going to be his moment to see where he is stacks up, you know, as far as all-time greats, because this could be, you know, his shining moment.
1: Absolutely. And uh, it better be if the Lakers want to go <laughs> far in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. And before we go and turn it over to you to go ahead and sell to our listeners and viewers out there why people need to check out the Off the Ball podcast, let's go ahead and finish and wrap up the bubble playoff conversation with your thoughts on who will go all the way in the Western and the Eastern conference, as far as a matchup and who will ultimately win the NBA championship.
0: Well, I, before the season started, I had the Sixers taking on uh, the Clippers. Obviously the Sixers have gone through their ups and downs this year. Interesting to see how the, how they'll look going into the, into the bubble restart. Obviously Ben Simmons, they going to put him at power forward so maybe that'll change up you know they'll have a night they'll have some uh you know him in uh, Embiid uh, as their bigs should be interesting to see but uh, uh in the east um i am going to go with Milwaukee. you know uh, i know uh you know it, i feel like last year the disappointment of being up 2 0 and then losing four straight and just how you know, Giannis, you know, obviously the Giannis MVP last year and, and he kinda did it with just going to the paint and just driving. And, you know, we saw in the in the, the last four games against Toronto how they kind of build the wall. Yeah. They build the wall and said, You we know you can't shoot and the only thing you can do is drive. We're not going to let you get past the foul line. And and I think you know, he's learned from that. Obviously, he, he has developed a little bit of a jump shot. Still not perfect. He's still a work in progress, but at least it's respectable. So I think that's going to be big. And Chris Middleton's, uh, you know, he's had a tremendous year too. You know, 22 points a game. I think he's 90, 50, 40. I mean, that that's 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 really impressive for a guy like that. So he's going to have pressure on him. And, and I uh, and they're going to need him to step up his game. But, you know, uh, I, I see them coming out. And in the West, to me, it comes down to the, L, the Battle of L.A. You know, those are the two best teams. I don't see anyone else coming close. Uh, um, you know, it's going to be Clippers versus Lakers. And, you know, I- I'm going to go with the Lakers. I-, I just think LeBron is just destined to get to the finals. I know the Clippers have the depth, I- but they it seemed like they had some chemistry issues, you know, with their team early on but obviously you know i wonder how that's going to be you know with the restart but uh you know they have depth obviously they have uh, so much depth their their bench can probably beat a lot of teams starting lineups you know montrez harrow lou williams you know they got so much zubac they have uh, a reggie jackson they just added so they got so much talent but you know i just think lebron and ad combination you know uh, i think gets it done in, in, in seven games versus the Clippers. And, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how Kawhi and, and Paul George's health. They've been battling a lot of injuries this whole year, you know, so it's, in, it's going to be interesting to see how their health is going into the bubble. But I just think it's Lakers destiny to get there. And I think the Lakers win it all. I think the Lakers win the championship and it, it adds to lebron's legacy and and adds to that laker legacy that he's been wanting he won he came here because he wanted to be a part of that lawyer. he wanted to be with kobe bryant kareem abdul jabbar magic johnson james worthy shaquille o'neal all the greats paul gasol he wanted to be a part of that legendary core because a lot of you know to be considered a great laker you got to win a championship so i think i think he that's the mentality and obviously you know the unfortunate passing of kobe bryant i just think he's You know, we've seen how LeBron's—he's that look of his—and I just feel like he's—it's just destiny, and the Lakers are going to win the championship this year.
1: Well, that's uh, right there—a great statement because I I feel the same way. Although you got to remember that LeBron was also coming here to LA to go ahead and uh, grow his production company, and he's made some deals already that have been very impressive, and his future after basketball or even outside of basketball looks even brighter possibly than what you could say right now from his playing career, because he's already signed some big deals in Hollywood and his, yeah. yeah, And himself as a, yeah. With his production company. I mean, that's the reason, one of the reasons, like, like you said, outside of of continuing the Laker legacy was to go ahead and build a, a career after his playing days are done and he's doing so in the form of a, just enhancing his portfolio and especially oh, yeah. with his production company is doing so indeed. But, yeah, it's oh, okay. just, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I'm picking the Lakers. I think the LeBron-AD combo is, is going to be difficult to stop. AD, I believe, is ready to go ahead and meet up to the challenge. He certainly looks like it. Hopefully he won't get his affinity for little injuries here and there. Like he seems to pick up during the course of a season says he's healthy Mm -hmm. right now. So that's a great sign for Lakers fans out there. So I'm looking forward to it, but I'll tell you what, it's just been so great talking today, Chris, but before we head on out, I want Mm -hmm. you to go ahead and again, sell people on your awesome podcast. And I'm going to be showing again, why you talk about it. And that's the the ball podcast now available wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Yeah, so Off the Ball podcast, like I said, like you said, it's available on all podcast platforms and it's uh I do a lot of interviews. I've interviewed a lot of potential NBA draft picks for this upcoming NBA draft. So uh, I've had about, you know, five or six guys on the show. So that's something I've really taken a a key to uh, you know, it, it's been fun, you know, interviewing these guys and, and seeing their journey, you know, telling their story about how they got to where they got, you know, uh, you know, a lot of these a lot of these guys uh, you know, a lot of guys transferred, and they just talk about that road, and it's 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 a lot of good conversations talking about the life of a college basketball player, and that whole journey, and you know the, the process of picking a team and all that. So I have I've I've done a few of those, and, and I that, that's definitely been fun. I've interviewed some got some a lot of journalists, some guys from the athletic, you know, some local beat writers from in in where I'm from in New York City. Especially, I've done a lot of Knicks stuff too. I'm a bit, I'm a Knicks fan. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, uh, hopefully we can uh, get ba- get back to, on track, you know, uh, with this offseason. But I do a lot of Knicks stuff. I talk a lot about the uh, the Knicks and uh, just my. Uh, I just had did a show uh, two nights ago and uh, talked a lot about the Knicks. Uh, I had another show with a guy from Baller's Life. Uh, you know, he does a podcast, uh, Four Seasons for the Ball's Life podcast. So I just had him on, so I'll have that up today. But, yeah, I just do a lot of hosting, uh, talk a lot. I, you know, um, talk a lot about basketball. Uh, I've done a lot of basketball stuff and, uh, you know, uh, sprinkled in some fancy football stuff, some football stuff. I love talking football, baseball, basketball. But I've kind of made this uh, a basketball – you know, uh, I talk a lot of basketball. And uh, it's it's been great. Uh, I've grown this show from just from – just, Talking to the computer with no with no direction, just spitballing and not knowing what the heck I'm talking about, and just going, and then growing this 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 show as as uh and seeing the little, you know the uh you know the little gain it's 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 uh has taken it's it's been tremendous. So I'm just I'm excited about the future. I got some big plans in store for uh for the future of this podcast and. Uh, and networking so uh, I'm excited about this and uh, you know uh, check it out you know off the ball podcast like I said available on all podcast platforms uh, you can follow me off the ball pod on Instagram Twitter Facebook I'm very active on social media so hit me up and uh, you know uh, yeah that's pretty much
1: it I'll tell you what and once again it is Chris LeBron from the off the ball podcast available everywhere you get your podcast long-suffering Knicks fan I guess is probably <laughs> the best way to say it uh, I know tough, I, I speak to NBA draft junkies head, Raphael Barlow all the time. And he tells me that because he puts out a lot of mock drafts, he puts out a lot of opinions uh, and it puts out a lot of different things, especially on the NBA draft. And yeah. Yeah. One of the things that he always, when he covers the New York Knicks uh, and people get upset about it now because he was on a mock draft the other day and people talk about how the Knicks fans, you know, you don't want to make a pick almost because Knicks fans are going to be upset with whatever you guys, you know, pick or choose or whatnot out there. <laughs> if it's not named LaMelo ball. So Uh, I'm just going to say this, the Knicks, they're taking a small step in the right direction with, uh, you know, a new GM, uh, new people in place, a new coach coming along the way. And they do have some assets and hopefully they'll get a high pick and go ahead and start turning this things around because these fans in New York, like yourself, Uh, certainly deserve it certainly deserve it and it's like i hope so we were we suffered here in la uh well actually i'm not in la anymore but we suffered as la lakers fans for seven years and so i'm hoping for the same for you guys out in new york and that you'll be able to be a powerhouse because the league is always better when the knicks are relevant and ready to play some basketball
0: that is true. That is true. It's always, uh, I mean, it, it, it's, it's crazy how the garden is now and we haven't had a, uh, we've, we haven't made the playoffs in seven years. So just imagine what, if we have a, a team that's competitive on the court. I mean, it's just, it's always good when those, those big teams, Boston, LA, New York, Chicago is always good for the NBA when those teams are good. So hopefully, you know, you got LA has, has obviously, you know, got back, you know, to uh, playing great basketball, Boston's there, Chicago, New York got to catch up. So hopefully, you know, with a good off season, we can get back rolling and, and get back in this playoff hunt. cause uh, I'm starving for it. It's too, too long, man. Too long, man.
1: <laughs> One suggestion though, keep James Dolan away the piggy bank. Keep him away yeah, from man. personnel. It's,
0: yeah, I mean he's 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 so far he he's kind of let Leon Rose do his thing and hire some really talented NBA guys, which he has done. So so far, so good. But as Knicks fans, we all know that bad things always happen to us with this franchise. So we're just praying. That we don't read a headline in the news or or in the post the next day. So so far so good, but hey, we still got a lot more time for them to mess it up. Hopefully, everything stays the way it is because it seems like they're they're finally figuring this thing out. So we can only uh, uh, wait and see.
1: It is going to be good because I think Leon Rose is a step in the right direction. I mean, as a high profile agent, we here in Lakerland know that all too well. Which we have a high-profile agent that was made into a GM now is the vice president and now is leading the right decisions to help the Lakers go ahead and help them achieve things that they haven't achieved in many years so I'm hoping for the same for the Knicks looking to see hopefully two three years we're going to be seeing that LA Knicks finals hopefully one day soon one day soon
0: the nba would love that ratings would be through the roof yeah. so I'm, I'm hoping for
1: out let's start with a playoff appearance first give me an eight seed and we could go from there <laughs> okay fair enough fair enough indeed once again i'm speaking to chris lebron from the off the ball podcast you got to check out everything that he's doing today at the off the ball podcast available everywhere you get your podcasts well chris it's just been so great talking to you i cannot thank you enough for joining me on today's podcast want to bring you back on as the nba bubble and the playoffs continue gonna have many weeks down there many days down there many more javel mcgee insta blogs video (laughs) blogging possibly (laughs) yeah i've just followed
0: his youtube page so yeah i'm into it now (laughs) yeah
1: he's all over now he's become more popular than ever just going ahead and just having fun he's trying to make the best of it I'm exactly. hoping, that's all you
0: can do that's all you can do
1: yes absolutely and i'm hoping that the lakers will make a best of it this year that they'll make the best of it this time in the playoffs and go ahead and lead into a championship chris it's just been so great having you aboard talking about all the things that are going on in the nba bubble right here at the lakers fast break podcast